Howdy, everybody out there. This is Big Beefin'. This is JP, and I am one-third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What's doing, boy? Now, you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins. You got to be smarter than a fucking average bear. And I looked at him. I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking. I just left. <laughs> average bear. That's a, that's a yogi. Yogi bear, right? Isn't that... It's a Yogi Bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. There, the, there, there's dark matter. Is there light matter? Well, that would just be normal matter. Like all uh, all of our normal matter would be the stuff that's not dark matter or dark energy. Uh, um, in quantum in quantum physics, and this is going to be a fucking terrible description of quantum physics. But you know how you know how you have a light switch. You have a light switch. Yeah. So quantum physics is basically if your light switch was on and off at the same time. What the fuck? That's quantum physics. So that's bullshit. If, Aaron, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> that's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck you. Never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat to drop. So let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> just, just enjoy the show. Hey, boy. What doing? Nothing. Just chilling. What? Well, everybody, welcome to the Big Beefing Show. Yep. Um, did you get to go see uh, Endgame finally? Uh, a friend of mine sent me a link to it. I got to see it at home. Oh, so you got a bootleg version and you just announced that over the internet. Yeah. To our dozens of followers. <laughs> Dozens. Well, it was in Chinese. Um, I'm sorry, hell? I had Chinese. Why don't you just yeah. cough up the five bucks and go to a matinee? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry, it wasn't in Chinese. It had Chinese subtitles. No, I'm kidding. It just had Chinese subtitles. It wasn't that bad. It was, uh, it was probably one of the best movies I've seen in a while, man. They knew what the fuck they were doing, really. Yeah, very enjoyable. Uh, me and John talked about it last night quite a bit. Uh, oh yeah, it's one it's of those movies. Enjoy. It's one of those movies that's hard to discuss without spoiling something. Yeah, you know, um, pretty much anything past it picks up where the last movie left off. I mean, anything else is is a spoiler. You know. Well, there's several of the movies that I didn't watch. I didn't watch the Miss Marvel movie. I didn't watch. Didn't uh, I didn't watch Homecoming. Um, that's okay. Yeah, I didn't it watch was, it. It was good. I mean, it was it was a good Spider-Man movie, but it wasn't like mind-blowingly good. It was just decent. The best part of Homecoming really was uh, the uh, the green or uh, the Vulture, Michael Keaton. He was the best part about Homecoming. 
The, you're you're biased because you like Michael Keaton because he played Batman. No, no, he, he has no, he's a actually very good he's, cold, he's cold-blooded man. He like there's this one scene where he gets in the car with Peter Parker and he's like, if you say anything, I'll kill everybody and everybody you love. And yeah, like, he, 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 he was a really good vulture. <laughs> he was really good villain. He's like, don't mess with me because the, the storyline, the way it works out is Spider-Man's wanting to date this chick. Well, come to find out through a series of you know misfortunes, this this chick is actually the Vulture's dad. And the vulture's been doing his thing for years, you know, stealing. Uh, wait, wait, wait. The dad was the was the dad. Michael Keaton was the chick's dad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The way you said that was kind of confusing. No, Peter Parker was dating this chick, and he wanted. And to her dad, the vulture. Yeah, yeah. You, you said that wrong. That's why I got confused. And, yeah, and, and uh, the cookie goes, "Hey, honey, go go ahead and head inside. I want to talk to Peter real quick." And you think he's gonna have that like manly <laughs> dad talk to him? No. You tell anybody you do a thing tonight, I'll fucking kill everybody in this. <laughs> you know, things I flat for them, you know. <laughs> yeah, they figured out who each other was. They figured they were able to piece it. And for one thing, it's kind of what me and John were saying, a criticism of the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man, is he takes off his mask like every fucking five minutes and reveals his identity constantly. So it's like, how can well, you they're, they're in a place now where they don't care about who they are now, right? Well, okay, so are we talking, talking to this about John, and we could actually do a whole podcast on secret identities but for the most part especially in the marvel universe secret identities are dead the only person who holds on to a secret identity is spider-man he's the only one he revealed it once and then they had to go back like a year later and wipe it all away and and go back to where everybody's brain like they had to go back and make a deal with the devil or some shit and and change everybody's mind so they forgot who he was but in this movie in these series of movies like he he takes off his mask. He'll go walk up to somebody, and he's like, "Hey, I'm uh, Peter Parker. I'm Spider Man." And it's like, "What the hell?" You know, that's not that's not what Spider Man does. He's trying to keep his. That's that's what makes him interesting. Is he can't he can't be like Iron Man. He can't be like Tony Stark and say, "Yeah, I'm Iron Man." What the fuck are you gonna do about it? Like he can't do that because he doesn't have the resources to defend his family. So well, that's probably how Nick Fury not, found out. To defend his family, he's had his personal home bombed by spacecraft twice. Yeah, and imagine how that would play out for Peter Parker. Like it would be worse. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is that point's kind of moot when you've got fucking aliens and private military organizations, you know, gunning for your ass. Yeah, which if, if Peter Parker revealed himself, he'd kind of have the same thing. There's always a villain wanting to take you out for some off reason. But like, I, if I'm not mistaken, John, when he revealed his identity. In Civil War, like the very next Spider-Man issue, didn't like the, all of his villains show up and kill Aunt May? Like, didn't they no, all uh, roll into his house? No, Bullseye took out Aunt May. Yeah, Bullseye did. Yeah, took it straight yeah, out. So, and that was like immediately, like, oh, it's Peter Parker. Well, guess straight what? out. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, come on, man. I mean, I, I get you're paying all this money to get somebody on the screen, and you could have anybody. Wearing this, it's like, did, did have any of y'all seen uh, Shazam? No, I, I, still, I still have not gone to see it. Eric, well, did you go I, watch Endgame yet? We were just talking about that, yeah. You watched it? He didn't actually, he watched the Chinese bootleg, John. Well, he watched it though, right? Yeah, okay. Well, the Chinese bootleg. Well, I was gonna say, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this for y'all because the movie's been out for like a month now, so whatever. If you, you, not been a month. Uh, it came out April the 5th, so. Pretty much. That's been four weeks. Um, but anyway, how many weeks are in a month? Uh, there's 30 days in a month, boy, and there's how 28 many, how, days. How many, weeks, how many weeks are in a month? I'm no, 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 no. You can't do that sort of generalization. <laughs> not, every, not 
not every month has four weeks. Some months have five. Okay, but how many, how many on average, how many weeks are in a month? No, that's, no, you can't do an average assessment like that, dude. <laughs> Why not? Why can't, why can't I do average? People do because average not assessment. every month has four weeks. Do most of them? Not all of them. No, you can't do that, man. But do most do. No, but what about fucking February? No, 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 no. Well, we were talking about fucking February. The movie came out in April. So it's totally just Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd. Anyways, um, so at the end of Shazam, uh, Superman shows up. But it's not. So I just ruined that for y'all. Sorry. But you don't actually. I thought you were going to say Shazam. I thought you were going to say The Rock shows up. No, but you don't actually see Henry Cavill's face. Like, it's blurred out. Why? Well, the rumor, I think, and this is just all speculation from all the rumors, apparently Henry Cavill was filming The Witcher when they wanted to shoot that scene. And it's like a, I mean, it's like a five-second scene. It's a brief cameo. But apparently Henry Cavill was filming it, and he couldn't work it out. He couldn't fit in to do a schedule, so he couldn't show up to the set. And they were like, well, fuck it, we'll just do it without you. And that's when all these rumors started coming out that Henry Cavill was no longer going to be Superman. Even Which they no, discredited that the what's yeah, his name Jason Momoa said he's not gonna he's not gonna give it up. Right. Which you know, the, but people were speculating because the rumor came out that since he wasn't actually in Shazam because of a scheduling conflict, that he was no longer going to be Superman. But that's not true. He just was wasn't going to be Superman in that movie. They just had was it was it like. You know, was he? Did he like? Do you see the backside of him? That's no. It? You see his. You see everything except for his head. Okay. <laughs> like I, I'll just set up the scene for y'all. Basically, it's at the end of the movie, and Freddie Freeman, Captain Marvel Junior. Who, another spoiler, he actually becomes Captain Marvel Junior. in the movie, but um, which you you don't see that coming until like the last thirty minutes of the movie, and then it's like, oh shit, they get all the Shazam kids. Anyways, um. Uh, Freddie Freeman is kind of getting picked on at school because he's crippled and he's kind of a nerd and he's into superheroes and stuff. And uh, so the kids are picking on him and he tries to get Shazam to show up to the school because, you know, him and Billy Batson are friends and he wants Shazam to like put the kids, the bullies in their place. Well, Shazam shows up and sure enough, he puts the bullies in their place. But he says, oh, and by the way, I'd like for you to meet my friend. And then the Superman just fucking walks into the cafeteria and he's holding the lunch tray and he places the lunch tray down on the table and that's the end of the movie. So, it's pretty cool. No, I like it. It's a good setup. I, yeah. You know, I was like, eh, I can never get around. But what I, was, what I was saying was is that, you know, they didn't they didn't show his face in that one, which, you know, but Spider-Man, like, nonstop has to constantly reveal his face. And it's like... Even <laughs> when he... Are we doing spoilers or no spoilers for for in game? Yeah, fuck it. It's been out. Th- it's been out four days. I mean, it, you know, let's go ahead well, and just get into just it. Four days. <laughs> I thought it's been out a month. No, Shazam's been out a month. Fool, Avengers been out four days. So, just telling fans right now, then, if you haven't watched it, stop listening. Yeah, you're gonna have listening. to basically listen. Stop listening to us until you go watch it because we're gonna well, be talking so, about. Anyways, for so, the next year. So when so uh, when they spray when they, when I, oh did, did oh did uh, Shay did anyone cheer in your audience? Dude, they cheered like every five like towards the end that last hour the last act they cheered like every fifteen minutes. Ah, really? <laughs> Fucking badass! Now I, yeah, I, that whole when, I sequence, really when, when Thanos showed up on Earth, they cheered for that. They cheered when Doctor Strange came through. They cheered when the Women Avengers like did that charge. They cheered when Black Panther showed up. They cheered when Captain America got the Thor. They cheered when uh, 
I mean, Mjolnir, and they cheered when uh, Thanos finally faded away. Uh, I, I, I went and watched it in a movie theater, and we, we it was really quiet when I went. But uh, what was I going to say? What were you going to say? It was really quiet when I went, but there were some moments that were very exciting. There was a, some very exciting moments in the movie in total. Well, when when they when the heroes finally came back and they came through, everybody cheered. When when Captain America picked up the hammer, everybody cheered. When Spider yeah, I got picked up the hammer. I knew that was going to come eventually because he tried to pick it up in another movie, but it was just badass to see him actually do it. Yeah, he hit it, Thanos upside the head with it. Bonk. And shocked him with lightning too. Yeah, so basically, he had it for 15 minutes already, and he's a fucking pro at it. How, how you did well, well remember, John, he, he, so who shall ever lift his hammer, if he be worthy, possesses the power of Thor. So as soon as all he, he had to do was think about hammer, it, all he had to do was be like, okay, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit you with a thunderbolt. I'm going to shock your ass. I'm going to smack you upside the head with it. I'm yeah. gonna, and, you know, he's had plenty of time watching Thor, so he knows what well, Thor does. But as soon as he's deemed worthy, he has Thor's power. Like, it's all available to him. Like, well, I think what John was saying was is that it was kind of ridiculous that he already knew everything to do and how to do it. But, like, I was saying that it's magically imbued into him. Like, it's just it's just part of his instinct. That's that's a convenient out. But um, what I was saying was is that he's had plenty of time to watch uh, Thor do his thing. And so he kind of just, you know, learned from observing. I mean, that's the kind of person he is. He's incredibly intelligent when it comes to combat, right? I mean, yes. we, we all can do that, Master right? tactician. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. That's, that's his thing, Jeff. It's, it's, well, it's like, he, even, like, even as, another impressive feat is Captain America fought himself, and he won. Like, he beat his, he beat his own ass. Like, well, he beat well, his no, not, not physically, because Captain America, the younger version, was about to choke his ass out, if you recall. Yeah, but didn't Captain America, like, pull out the win? Yeah, but he had to, it wasn't because of fighting. It was because he outthought uh, the, his old self. Sometimes Younger. that's how you win a fight. Yeah, you use your yeah. head. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out that he didn't he didn't physically overpower him. <laughs> that's America's ass. <laughs> that was pretty. Yeah, that was pretty good. Thing. That shit was funny as hell, man. <laughs> right so there. basically, the movie is it's like a it's kind of like Ocean's Eleven meets Back to the Future is what the first uh, uh, the first okay. hour and a half or like that. Then the yeah, second, one, yeah. second part is collecting know, just, every all the stones and everything. Yeah, and they got they got to come up with a plan and they got to execute the plan and they got to you, you know think, something goes wrong and they got to improvise. Do you think they're going to release the uh, the Iron Man gauntlet? Oh, like as a toy or something? Yeah, like the, the, the actual uh, Thanos gauntlet. Now you go do you the know Iron that kind of didn't make sense to me. How how is because Thanos had to go get that dwarf. To build the to make it special, but uh, how is this is how I would explain that. This is how I would explain that is that when um, they both used it, it caused them considerable physical damage to use it. So that's the difference you get with dwarf technology is where it didn't fuck him up, as compared to Tony Stark technology where uh, the Hulk almost lost an arm. Well, if you remember at the beginning of the movie, Thanos's arm is almost gone. Well, because he but he, did. he he did two major wishes twice. Well, you know, instead using the stones to destroy the stones almost killed him, and that's why. Yeah. yeah. So, well, that's I, purpose. Still, it doesn't make sense that that Iron Man's gauntlet would, uh, you know, be yeah, able to hold it. If, if I, I didn't get that part either. Like, yeah, I guess, well, I guess they, they threw that together, and you know, they really touch on that. But you know, 
Hey, and Michelle, another, I made it. All right, well, fuck it, uh, you know. <laughs> another, thing, another thing, Iron Man's sacrifice is pretty much fucking pointless because Captain Marvel shows up and takes down the whole ship just by herself, single-handedly. So if she can take down that ship, she should be able to wield that gauntlet and not have any problems, right? Yeah, but so uh, what Strange was saying is that there is only one way this works, and the way that works is if Tony Stark is the one that does it. That's because when he, he knows was, what the wish for. That that's because he knows what the well that and like you know even if uh, what's her name, uh, Dryer or whatever the fuck, um, even if she had gotten it, uh, you know, there's no telling if it would have killed her or. Or anything, you know, you do, you just don't know. You know what she's capable of, but you don't know if that thing would have killed her or not. I don't think it would have compared to how powerful she was. Now, are, are y'all okay, are y'all okay with that? They didn't prep at all. They just said, "Hey, we can do this." All right, let's fucking go. No one got in shape. No one did no practicing. Everyone just said, "Now nah, let's just go right now." You know, even though we, got, we can time travel. Now nah, let's just go as we are. No one. Let's not get let's let's uh let's mess up. <laughs> yeah, just go with fat let's go with fat Thor over here and you know no one does no special training. Let's just go, you know. Oh speaking of uh fatties, I was walking to um well this is gonna be totally derail the conversation. I was uh this today for lunch, I was walking downtown and I think I've told y'all in previous episodes that the homeless population has been kind of seeping closer downtown. Yeah. So I'm walking. What I usually do when the weather's nice outside is I go to the Sundance Square and I just kind of sit. I eat my sandwich and I just people watch, like just watch people going to get lunch or talking to each other. And there's like a water fountain there. And sometimes there's music playing. There's like live music. And it's just an interesting thing to you know go see. Well, as I'm walking, man, there's this homeless dude and you could tell he's homeless, like his hair's all fucking grown out. He's got like a big old nappy beard. He's, you know, he's, he's got ratty old pants and he's like barely walking. Well, I, I usually stroll when I'm walking like that. I'm not in a fucking hurry. Like I'm taking my time. So when I come up beside the guy on the sidewalk, I kind of look over to him and I nod and I just keep on walking, you know, cause we made eye contact and I wasn't just going to ignore him. I mean, I saw, I looked in the guy's eyes, so I just kind of nod and I walked off and he's, as I walk away, he's like, I don't know why y'all are looking at me. You don't own these streets. And I'm like, okay. I, I just kind of I ignored him. I, I blew him off. And he's like, yeah, just keep on walking, fat boy. <laughs> so I took my headphones off and oh. I turned back to him and I said, hey, man, uh, what's your problem? And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't have a problem. No, everything's fine. And I was like, okay, because if you, if, if you need to talk about this, then we can come over here and talk about this. And he's like, Come over here. Hey, Shane laying it down, man. Shit. So, I, I, put my, I put my headphones back in because I was listening to uh, – what the fuck was I listen, listening to? I think I was listening to Safety Dance, the fucking 80s song, Men With No Hat. Dumb ass song. Yeah. <laughs> so, no Dante Twitter. I, I keep on walking, and he says, uh, looking a little sloppy over there. And I turned my head again, and I was like, hey. And, like, there's by this point, there's people are watching us. Like, people are seeing this all go down. Uh-oh. And, uh, you know, I said that I didn't say that. Hey, like, hey, I said, like, you know, some shit's about to happen. I said, hey, like, <laughs> like I was pissed. And Shane's aggravation. But like he started picking up his pace and he crossed the street with the, with the line on. And like he just he wasn't looking at me like he looked like he was shaking. So it's like, okay. like obviously, obviously <laughs> this guy's got mental health issues. So uh, I just stood there and stared at him as he walked and like. Right when he got out of my view, I could hear him say, uh, people act like you're on the goddamn streets. You act <laughs> like you're on the place. I can't walk here. And like, and people were just like, what the hell? 
So anyways, it's just one of those things where it's like, I mean, I can't argue with him with the whole fat boy thing. Cause I mean, obviously I'm fat. Like that's not, I can't go in there and say, Hey motherfucker, you know, I lost 40 pounds since uh, October. I mean, he's not going to care about that shit. <laughs> you know, he just sees this. But the, what bothered me was saying I was sloppy. I mean, I usually have my shoes shined, uh, my pants, uh, you know, they're fitting, they're a little baggy, but I was wearing my, my more form fitting pants today. So they weren't super baggy. Uh, I didn't have a tie on, um, but you know, usually, I, but I was wearing long sleeves. I just had the sleeves rolled up. So I don't know how I was looking sloppy. Like that, that part kind of bothered me more than calling me fat. Like calling me fat, like, okay, well, he's calling it like he sees it, but fucking sloppy. I mean, I actually put some effort into what I wear for the day and I took a shower, you know, and I, I cleaned, I groomed, I've got some new beard stuff that I put on. Like how the fuck am I sloppy? But you know, also this is a man that's obviously life has kicked him in the nuts. Yeah. Got some shit going on. Kind of like my friend Matthew. He's uh he was telling me that he's homeless right now. And I, I don't know what his situation is, but I know that I ain't fucking his bitch ass. I can't yeah. help this dude was like legit homeless. Did you get that uh that table out of the basement? Fuck yeah, I moved that goddamn thing. It was a pain. The desk in me, the desk has basement. I, I it was a, this shit uh fortunately the desk ended up being a little bit smaller than I thought it was going to be. So we were able to move it, but we put that damn thing on the fucking elevator and uh, we got it in there. But here's the thing. My boss comes in in the morning and he's been, we've been planning this for like the last, you know, month. We've been talking about who's going to go where and how we're going to do this and what all we need and all the equipment and everything and the floor plan and all that stuff has all been laid out. Well, uh, we get, we come in this morning and I look into this office where we're going to designate it as a, as a waiting room area in case we have too many people waiting out in the hall that can go wait in this room. So we had set up little, uh, little chairs in there and made like a makeshift waiting room. Well, lo and behold, I fucking come into work and one of the desks that I had just moved out of that waiting room is now back in the waiting room. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? I just moved this shit yesterday. So I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, well, you know, I guess my boss came in after hours and he moved it for whatever reason, reasons that are above my pay grade, he moved it. So I'm just sitting there on my computer and he comes in and we're talking and we're, you know, talking about the, you know, shit going on at work. What are we talking about? Um, well, specifically, we're talking about like uh, electronic monitoring and shit like that. And uh, anyways, he, he, he says, hey, uh, why'd you move that desk? And I was like, I didn't move that desk. And he's like, well, I didn't move it. And I'm like, well, I don't know who moved it. And he's like, oh, well, let's move it back. So we get up, go move that fucking desk back. And then come to find out it was the chick who wanted her desk up there. She had already got somebody to move the desk. So I was like, what the fuck, man? You you couldn't come to me and let me know. We worked this out instead of just doing it on your own. So I had to get that desk, move it down the hallway, put it in another office, then had to go get her desk and put it, ride the elevator upstairs. And all the while, I'm hoping that my boss doesn't see me moving this desk. Cause he didn't want any desks from the basements going upstairs. So I'm like, we got to hurry up quick. You know, we got to get this thing moved and get it out of here. So we get it all moved and uh, get it all put up there. Well, her roommate, her office mate, cause my people have to double up in offices cause we don't, we don't have the space. Her office mate uh, was helping us move. And I guess while he was doing it, it came in to set up her computer and said, Hey, we got her stuff finished. Let's go ahead and get yours. Well, I hadn't authorized that fucker to move yet. He was supposed to move next week. But instead, he just went ahead and went along with what IT was saying, and he moved his shit up there today. 
So all my plans are just fucking flushing down the drain. And I got to explain all this shit to my boss. Why the desk is up there? Why the other desk is moved? Why his shit is up there? Why she has a different desk? Like, I got to explain all this shit. Well, unfortunately, fuck? why is all this happening? Well, could you, all you got to tell them, Chase, well, I'm sorry, sir. These people aren't fucking robots. They don't want to fucking follow the plan. They want to yeah. go half cock and do whatever the hell they want to do, you know? Well, and the thing <laughs> is. It ain't that extreme. Well, the yeah. thing is, is that. You know what, IT? That's an area that I'm not over. So if they're doing stuff, I can't control them. But my thing is, you know, why can't we stick to the fucking plan? So now I've had to change the plan. <laughs> and so I told this other guy that was supposed to come up tomorrow. I was like, "Hey, man, you're gonna have to stay in the basement because I gotta have a dude down here." Stay so, in the basement. <laughs> you know, you gotta stay down here until this shit gets resolved. And plus, so now, now here's about the bottle of bug spray. Go ahead and give him a quick zap while you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the other thing is, is the fucking phone lines are not going to be ready. He's like the guy who moved up today, his phone line's not going to be ready till next week because that's when he was scheduled to move. So he's going to have a week where he's not answering his fucking phone. So they're going to start calling my ass because if they can't get a hold of him, they're going to fucking call me. Like they'll call him two or three times, and if he don't answer, they're calling me, wanting to know can they do this or can they do this bullshit or whatever the fuck it is they want. Um, <laughs> You know, damn man, didn't realize it was that strenuous. Oh, uh, you being in a management role or a leadership position, yeah, you you got to deal with a lot of different things. The, the problem is you're kind of wedged in the middle because when you're just a line staff, you know, in that situation, you're all in it together. Like everybody's working as a team, and you all kind of go through the same things, and you know what to expect. And everything, everything that you're dealing with is coming from the top. When you're in mid management, not only do you have the shit that's coming from the top. But you also got the shit coming up from the line staff, like they're bitching. So you're trying to constantly balance because I want to keep my staff happy because if they're happy, they're productive. And if they're productive, then they're taking care of their shit and then I don't have to get involved. So it's less work for me. But if they're not happy, then they're not productive. And then it makes my life a fucking shit show. But it's how it was for us in Afghanistan. I was in the middle of a bunch of officers and then I had all the Afghan guys on the other side and trying to appease both parties was was just a, a nightmare. Well, yeah. Shane, and you, and you got Shane, other managers trying to take credit for shit that they don't need to get involved in either. Oh, yeah. uh, put somebody on Front Street, John? You want no, to put I did yesterday, but I did yesterday. I don't know if John has another one that says the same thing. That, that's, that's, every, that's everybody in there, Shane. I can do that all day. But then you're talking about yours. You're talking about yours. Well, it's true. There's someone always in there trying to take credit for some shit they, or some minor shit. Oh, I fixed his problem. Or, you know, even though you don't have to announce it, but same thing happened to Shane. Someone, yeah, have me she sent an email to her boss. This problem that I'd already fucking handled. I'd already dealt with it, but I didn't go bragging about it. I just got it dealt. I just, I fixed it. Yo, son. So she, <laughs> she decided to take it upon herself to research the problem. And, it, of course, it was something that came out of my area because I got this new person in there that's constantly fucking shit up. And, um, anyways, Cost. fixes fixes that. I fixed that problem. Well, she investigates it, too, and sends an email to her manager. Oh, I looked into this, and this is what the problem is. I've already called and got it handled. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Why are you bringing her into this shit? Like, come to tell me that you looked into it. And I can say, okay, I got this. Don't worry about it. But I don't know why she had to go above my head and get the manager involved in it. It's like, god damn, man. You could just fucking call me or send me an IM or something. Man, you know? many, many people like that, like that saying, think like kindergarten. When you do something good, you get like a little fucking gold star sticker. Get that little year. stamp. Get that you little know, happy you, dog chasing the butterfly yeah. stamp. You know, yeah. talk about uh, you know, in game at all. Or are we done with that? Oh, no, <laughs> we, we switched. Obviously, we, we switched to the homeless dude <laughs> calling me a fat ass while I was walking down the street. 
Um, but yeah, so there was another topic I was wanting to get to, but I don't know. I don't, oh, the cake that you're speaking of being fat, the cake that you uh, had at your thing was good, John. I listened to your podcast and you were asking if I, if I liked the cake. Oh, was that, so was that good cake? Aaron, oh, Aaron, oh, it was I'm actually, sorry, Aaron, you, couldn't, you couldn't make it. Aaron. I'm sorry, sir. I wish you could have came, man. I mean, it was a good time. You know, it, it was surprisingly good cake. Like I wasn't knowing what to expect. I mean, first of all, I don't like chocolate cake, so I was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't chocolate because I was thinking if they're about to serve chocolate cake, I'm not fucking eating it. But it wasn't. It was. Uh, it looked like it. Man, was, just eat it one time. It's not gonna kill you. I've eaten it before and it's disgusting. I can't stand it. I can't it's stand not chocolate disgusting. Cake. I can't stand chocolate cake. Makes me gag. It's like coffee. Makes me gag. Um. Anyways, the cake was was phenomenal. Really good cake. Really good. And, and my my friend Juan who brought he like he we didn't tell him to bring it. He just got excited. He called his friend that does these uh, decorative cakes, stuff like that. And he, she whipped up this cake and, and he won't even tell us how much his cake cost. You know, uh, like, it looked expensive with all the fruit it, and everything and the way uh, the icing was made. Well, because people were asking the same thing. Like, where, where did he get this cake from? We had, hey, Juan, people want to know where you get this cake from. Who is like, I, I don't want to tell y'all because I don't want to know, tell you how much I spend on this cake. Like, how much you spend on this fucking cake, man? 80 well, bucks? You know, 50 well, bucks? Well, John, that's his, that's his cake place, though. That's his thing. Like, he's the guy who's got the good cake. Yeah, so if he so, gives it away, and then he goes to a party, and somebody else gets a fucking cake, and he's got the cake. He's no longer the cake guy. Somebody's out caked. Yeah, so he so he stole the show at the very end because we brought cupcakes, which made our cupcakes seem like shit. You know, compared to this cake that everybody loved. You know, with fresh fruit in it. You even, know, I didn't even try one of those cupcakes. I just I wanted Me either. You know, I didn't either. As that cake, <laughs> that was it. I, I didn't try those cupcakes either. Yeah. <laughs> cake was uh, the cake was damn good. Um, but y'all yeah. ate, ate good, right? The food was good, right? Y'all oh ate. yeah, yeah. I put uh, I had two. I had a one and a half jalapeno. I added. And like they, they serve it. They serve your meal with a big old fucking jalapeno. So big old fucking jalapeno. Old <laughs> so I, I sliced that bitch up and put the put the slices in the burrito. It was fucking good. Like I was telling Daniel, I was worried that you know coming out, this is not going to be a good experience. But going in, it's going to be fun and spicy. And uh, it, it wasn't that bad coming out. Like I didn't have, I didn't have a butt burn. I did have a little bit of like you know, a little bit of the heat, but it wasn't like goddamn you know. Say butt burn. Yeah, butt burn. You know when you eat some fucking spicy food and it comes out and it's fucking hot. You never had that yet. That hasn't happened to <laughs> you. Ain't been, you ain't as much as you eat fucking Taco Bell, you've never had your ass burning the next day. He'll get, he'll get there, Shane. He'll get old enough. When you're talking the butt burns. He'll get there. <laughs> Well, when you, it happens when you eat really spicy food, and fucking your butt's on fire. But yeah, but I'm glad y'all, I'm glad y'all came out, you know, because like everybody had fun, everybody was excited, you know. Got, speaking of fun. speaking of restaurants, John, I got I got a little bit of Yo, feedback. <laughs> I had I had a little bit of feedback from people. I, had, I actually had a question, like a, a question, like a topic from a fan from a listener. Oh, okay, cool. All they right. want to know they want to know everybody's stances on tipping, like tipping in a restaurant. Oh, Aaron, you want to go first, or Shane? Well, who wants to go first? Uh, I I believe that um, there are basic groups that you tip, uh, mostly because it's um, you know they're handling something that's potentially risky for you to to partake in, such as a barber. A barber can fuck your ass up if you're not careful. So yeah, you better tip his ass. Or if it's a waiter or waitress who could also fuck your ass up by giving you nasty ass food. So yeah, you better fucking tip him. Uh, I, I think that like, 
I, I, I see like if I, I feel like well, Daniel I'll, I'll, asked this question because it's not no, like it's it wasn't it wasn't Daniel, oh, but okay, okay, coincidentally, well, John. But I'm not gonna lie. Full disclosure, Daniel did talk about this at your thing, but he wasn't the one that somebody else that's not related to the conversation. So apparently, John, okay, you got a fucking reputation for tipping. I don't know what it is, but it wasn't just Daniel. <laughs> okay, so if, if you heard in previous podcasts, Daniel will call me out for not tipping, which I yeah, I, I will admit. Why I don't you tip, boy? Why the fuck don't you tip? Yeah, okay, Everybody tips. I, I was a horrible tipper. I would I was a horrible tipper. I, I'll admit it. I didn't tip where I got my tattoos, which you're, you're supposed to tip, apparently. When you get tattooed, you tip the guy. I didn't know that. You know. But, but what happened cool. after it was done? What, what When he finished the tattoo, what would you do? I, I, well, I just said, hey, thanks a lot. Here's, here's your money. You know, we, we agreed on this amount of money. Here's your money. You know, and I'm not saying I was at back in someone's fucking house. I was at the actual uh, tattoo tattoo place he had his business at. And I gave him the money, and he looked at me weird. And I'm like, okay, well, what's wrong? You know, and like, and then someone said, oh, man, you post a tip down. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to fucking tip? I'm like, what's giving like $20, $30? Like, well, I just paid him 100 or 120 for a tattoo. Well, you still got to tip him. Well, what the fuck? No one ever told me to tip your tattoo artist, you know? <laughs> Well, once again, it comes back to what Aaron said. The next time you go get a tattoo from that guy, <laughs> he's not going to be uh, towing the line to what you want because you didn't tip him last time. He's yeah. There's a so, guy that doesn't tip. But anyway, I, I, I've gotten better. Dan won't admit it, but I've gotten better at tipping. Now, the, the waiter we had at the restaurant uh, Sunday, he was, he was damn good. He got everything right. He was polite. <laughs> he didn't care if someone came in. People just kept coming in. He helped us out the whole time. Um, and even though he got gratuity on the um, on the tickets, we still gave him extra more money for being such a, a good waiter. So, so yes, I, I agree. You know, tipping is a good thing. Now, if the waiter is just shit and they, they're not getting nothing right, and you know, I ain't gonna lie. Like that lady who said I didn't order nothing at that restaurant. Like I ordered a two talk to a I mean a burrito, and she brought me two tacos. And said that was a burrito. <laughs> Remember? I told you about that, Aaron. Did I tell you. I don't, I don't remember. So I went to this restaurant. It's an older restaurant, and people were allowed to smoke in there, which that was awful. And I ordered a, <laughs> I, I ordered a burrito. And Why do people did, smoke and eat? What's up with that? What's up? With smoking? Well, like I told, like I told you last time, Shane. I saw this couple walk in. They smoked a cigarette, ordered food, ate half their food, smoked again, ate the rest of their food, and smoked again. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay, that's, that's excessive, man. That's fucking that's excessive. <laughs> and so, but, but anyway, so she she said that I didn't order. I was like, no, ma'am, I ordered the, the breakfast burrito. Well, I didn't hear you. Okay, well, I apologize. I said breakfast burrito. You wrote something down. So I don't know who got it wrong, but you wrote something I wrote down. So, but anyway, she brings me. Wait, this was, this was at breakfast? Yes. So there's people smoking at breakfast? Yes. Damn. <laughs> So she brings me these two tacos. Toke, boy. Get that toke in. <laughs> here, well, here's this one, Aaron. She brought me two tacos. And she said, here's your burrito. I was like, ma'am, this isn't a burrito. It's a taco. Like, is it in a tortilla? Yes. Then Check. it's a burrito. I'm like, okay. Well, fuck. Okay. I guess I've been doing it wrong, you know, 35 oh, years. <laughs> yeah. But a burrito is, is it's the way it's rolled, right? Like a taco. It's just folded, but a burrito's yeah. actually rolled up so you don't spill the shit all over your yeah. life. Yeah. So but you know, I didn't argue with she was an elderly lady. I didn't argue with her. I just didn't tip her. <laughs> because, you know, first you know, like why are you arguing? And no, you know it's wrong, or or what she makes you thought was right, but you know, everything just went wrong, you know, in there. But you didn't tip her? I didn't tip her. Like at all. 
at all because the coffee. Not even like, like a dollar. No, the coffee tastes like shit. It smelled like shit in there. She didn't get my order right. She told me what I ordered, which I didn't order that. You know, so look at that. Well, you can just tip a little bit, bro. They no, smoke in there. No, no. It's just like, hey, I'm going to tip you, but I'm going to tip you the lowest amount that I should tip, 50 no, cents. No, no, people no. That, people that smoke can't tell because they can't taste things. They don't know if it tastes good. Like, you know, they smoke. <laughs> so you shouldn't eat in a place where people are smoking. <laughs> Couldn't so, you went and got breakfast somewhere else? You had to get through with it? Led you to this place in the first place. They know, my wife and my mother-in-law know that I like trying different places out. So they took me there. Right when they opened, we got there. And long and behold, people started coming in, smoking and shit. And as soon as they're walking in. <laughs> yeah, there's no, you're allowed to smoke in there. They lighten up literally as they walk in the door. Do what they were smoking coming into the door. They really had to lit up. Just smoke come in smoking. Okay. You know? That's so I would... Well, yeah, like I said, but come on, I'm not going to tip you. You did everything wrong. <laughs> what am I tipping you for, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. It's uh, tipping. It just seems like it's a kind of like a big deal to me, I guess. I don't do know. you do you tip the guy that takes your order and has a little tip there? Do you tip him? <laughs> you're, uh, you're hold, gonna, up. Uh, hold up. Uh, some, some places share those tips. I'm not tipping you. If you're taking my order... And you, you like if I walk up to the counter or my food, and I see the thing that says tip. Guess what you're getting? Nothing. You just took my order. Why? Because you're just doing your job and taking my order. <laughs> yeah, but, but um, usually well, don't share that money is why you would want to tip. You uh, wait. Place that that I could think of that that does that is Freebirds Burrito, and they make your burrito there in front of you, and I always tip them when they're making the burrito. Because maybe I'm just okay. Am I am I pinchy pennies over here? Is it, is it just me? Well, okay. Well, first, <laughs> first we need to hear what everybody's percentage is. Aaron, good service. How much? What's your percentage to tip? Uh, let's say it's the best service I've had in months, or you know, ever. It's gonna be like twenty five percent. Twenty five percent, which that's not no lie. That's a high tip. If the service is bad, how much you tipping? What's the uh, tip? Probably like ten. Ten percent. So if it's somewhere in the middle, twenty. If John's service is bad, he's telling us he don't tip shit. It's zero percent. <laughs> yeah, it's zero. I'm sorry, it's zero. <laughs> Bro, I tip. I've had friends that were waiters and waitresses, and so I know. I mean, you, you don't understand. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna take a page from fucking Reservoir Dogs. You know how much these people make? They don't make shit. They they gotta live off those tips, dude. Their their base pay is like three bucks an hour. Well, and what does Mister Pink do? What does he do? Yeah, he's. <laughs> I was taking Steve Buscemi's uh, stance on that. Uh, uh, but, uh, like I said, if it's bad, you're bad. You know, yeah, I, I, I get it. If it's not your fault, okay, the food came out wrong. Okay, like a little fucking comment and said, "Hey, I don't know what's going on in your life, but you you were real pissy to me, and I don't yeah, know." Okay, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't call them out. Like, hey, man, your service here was awful. You better get paid today. You better change something. Guess what? I just ruined his fucking day. You know, <laughs> he's a fucking wake up call is what it sounded like. Shit. Well, she was I mean, come on. You know, in that position, if it's a place I'm going to go back to and then they're off their game one night, I typically don't say anything then because I don't want them doing shit to my food later on, you know. But if it's a place I'm not going back to again, then I'll tell them, you know, hey, you know, I didn't. I, like <laughs> I don't know, man. Seems like, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's the problem with tipping is there's no like established protocol. Like Aaron came up with twenty five percent, 
And that's just, I mean, it's got to be real good service for me to get yeah. that much. Usually between 15 and 20. Yeah, I usually hit about 18%. That's usually what I tip is 18 Well, we ordered the fajitas that Sunday. We ordered the fajitas. And like I said, that guy was awesome. He helped us out. He made everyone was happy. So our, I think our bill was like 25 and some change. I did give him, even though the the the, the truity was like uh, seven or something dollars, I don't know what it was. We still gave him an extra ten dollars for his time and for helping us out. We gave him another ten dollars. Oh, okay. Well, that was good. Yeah, because like I said, you, you know, we we saw that man. This guy's hustling. He's getting the food out right. He's getting no one complaining about the food or anything. You know, so. Yeah, the only person that complained was Sarah. Uh oh, what happened? She got uh she wanted. Oh. To- the guacamole. Yeah, yeah. the like yeah. guacamole and it was spicy. She didn't think it was because it was guacamole. creamy avocado sauce. Creamy avocado. Yes. Creamy avocado sauce, which apparently it's... places I've been to that serve avocado sauce, it's usually spicy. Yeah, but she there thought no because she, she thought because it was creamy that it would not be spicy. And no that's, I mean, it's your problem. You know, I got it. Hey, all I can tell you. All I can tell you is that that sauce went bad. That's all I can say. Is that the uh, the creamy avocado sauce was not eaten, but everything on my plate was because it was good. Mmm. <laughs> I had one of those fucking giant ass foot long burritos, man, with chicken, with fajita chicken. I don't know how fucking long it was, but it was fucking long. And uh, yeah, man, it was good. They put those so, jalapenos so, in there. So, so maybe my perspective on tipping is off, but I thought you know. I'm not, I'm not saying because I'm, I'm rolling a dough. Like, well, I thought because I work hard for my money. You know, I expect – I expect. I'm sorry if I use the right word wrong. I expect a certain form of service. Is it because you don't get tipped? Is that it? Is that is just animosity because you're not getting tipped? <laughs> John, he, he feels – and he just said it. I work hard for my money. But, John, the, okay, so when these people work hard for their money – they need you to pay them. That's where that comes from. I'll just like with the restaurant, for the guy in the oh. back, taking his job. The guy who's going to spill food out, he's not doing <laughs> his job. The, the the tipping and the whole the whole restaurant scheme is is kind of it's kind of fucked up because they don't pay those people minimum wage. Soon though, <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't pay those people minimum wage. So, you know, and and really to be truthful, like it's not always their fault that the service is bad. Sometimes true. Bad service, you know, and you're when you snuff when you snuff that waiter, it may not be their fault that it's that bad, and you know it may just be something that's beyond their control. But you're making a statement when you when you don't fucking tip, you're saying you know you suck, like I don't care about you, um, and and life moves on. But it's just kind of I don't know, man. I don't know, John. I, I don't know why you couldn't tip that tattoo artist. <laughs> well, I, no one told me, but that that was a, a error that no one told me. Like, oh, how much you tip for that? Like, I'm like, I, can, I can see that. I, I mean, didn't know. I, I, I think anytime I have a service performed for me, like we had a we, when the when the baby was coming home, I wanted to get the carpet cleaned, and we hired this Russian cleaning service to come clean the carpet. Uh-huh. And the, the fact that it was Russian has nothing to do with the story. It's just they happen to be Russian. Okay. Anyway, this lady comes in and, and cleans, and I gave her a big fat tip at the end of it because we needed it done that day. Like the baby was coming home, and they got they got busy. They had other houses, and I was like, we need it cleaned. So she came in and got it cleaned like that day, and it worked out. But I had to give her a big tip for doing that. And she told me, she said, you don't have to give me money. You don't have to give me money. And I was like, no, 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 no. Just, just, thanks for coming. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. 
you know. But but if it, if I had been John, I would have just smiled and said thank you, appreciate it, and then yeah, took the for your sacrifice of you, you know, hurrying out of your way for me. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, John. Go ahead. John. Oh, I thought someone said something. I was like, what? No, it's just Sarah providing comments from the peanut gallery. You're wrong. That's not what we had to clean. So anyway, it's wow, ro- dead silence. It's irrelevant to the fucking story, man. (laughs) (laughs) You got to fact check yourself, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Getting it right. The fucking floor got cleaned and I tipped the lady. That's what fucking happened. (laughs) I don't know when. When I got told the hospital was put on bed rest. Okay, whatever. We cleaned the fucking floor and I I tipped the lady. I had had to move all the furniture out. I remember that. Remember that shit? I remember that. That's all I fucking do is move furniture, man. I'm tired of that shit. I'm tired of moving furniture. Why don't Constantly you, why, moving furniture. Why don't you just throw everything out? Just get like put those little little rugs. You say Indian style on. Just get that shit now. You know, just I move, gotta, baby. I move, move furniture work at work. I move furniture at home. That's all I do is move furniture. You you got back from vacation? You had to move furniture. Yeah, like day one. <laughs> day one. Sarah's ready to clean house. Well, I'm gonna relax. Last day of my vacation. Hey Shane, uh, you need to throw stuff in the yard. Yeah, she, right. we, we get home. We get home, and Sarah's like, "It's cluttered in here. Let's get rid of some of this." I was like, "God damn it, man! <laughs> I got to go back to work tomorrow." Yeah, off about mom, she's like, "It's too junky. There's too much junk." It's like, no, just because you don't use the stuff that I have, or you don't use any of this or that, you determine it's junk. You determine things are junk on a whim. It's <laughs> aggravating. <laughs> Yeah, we had a big house. I don't see how the place could have gotten cluttered. I mean, it was, there was a lot of space. Pissy was like, no, we got to get rid of this. It's junk. <laughs> it's junky. <laughs> Hearing her say those words is, oh, it's aggravating to no end. Well, the, it's the, junky, junky, junky. <laughs> the frustrating part about that whole thing is, was it, first of all, it, a lot of times you didn't want to get the item to begin with, like it, like for your waterbed. That was a fucking pain in the ass for me to set up that waterbed. Yeah. What the fuck was up with that? And, and when mom decided that she was tired of the waterbed, <laughs> it's like we went through all this hassle to get that in here, and now you want to throw it out? Like, god dang, man! Yeah. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, maybe it's just that's just the X X chromosome and the XY chromosome. I guess. Oh, that, that, that reminds me, Shane. Uh, before I got on, before you called me. We had a request for someone to come on Big Beefing, the 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 web the the uh, Facebook page. Oh, okay. I I got the gentleman's name. Uh, I think his name was Paul. Uh, so I, I was like, I was like, oh shit, someone actually wants to join us. And then you called me like, well, Paul, I'll get right back to you. <laughs> so no, get him on, man. We'll go. What's he want to talk about? No, no, I, I don't know because he just sent the friend request. He just sent the request to join the page, and I didn't get a chance to accept it. So. What, uh, you or me or someone's got to go on there and some high and things and you know. Oh, get him in. We'll talk. I don't fuck. I mean, you know, whatever he wants to discuss, we can uh, open it up. So, but anyway, aside from everything else, okay, I will work on my tipping skills. Apparently, I will work on them again. Well, I thought I was. I got better. Apparently, I still have some. some well, John, food. you're real. You're real big about getting guides and manuals. Why don't you just go find a book about tipping and like tells you can There's give you that. all the insights on tipping. Tipping for dummies. Well, you know. I mean, it's something like that. You know, something that just explains the gratuity process. I think with your problem is you just it's it's the knowledge. It's just the the knowing. And if you got a system that tells you when to tip, when not to tip, and it's all clearly laid out, then you'll be fine. I think you you won't have these problems where everybody 
has this reputation that John didn't fucking did. <laughs> God dang. I, I know Daniel said something because Daniel's good to say John. Daniel did. I, I'm not going to lie. Daniel said that you don't tip. And I can't remember what the story was that he was saying. But then a, a listener to the show that I'm, I'm not going to divulge their identity, but they also said, hey, why don't you ever talk about John not tipping? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm not good at it. I, I apologize to any waiter or waitresses or tattoo artists I insulted, and I will work on it. You're not going to well, tip now, but <laughs> later down the road. <laughs> do you, you ever you ever tip your barber? Uh, no. Why? Nope. Nope. You, gotta... <laughs> you don't tip your barber? <laughs> I tip doing? my barber every fucking time I go in there. Every time I get a haircut, dude, I can get a twenty dollar haircut. I'm still tipping. But he's doing his job. Your job is to cut my hair. You cut my hair. Oh Why my! I tip you? <laughs> <laughs> more. Oh, that's God your job. <laughs> so John, John don't tip the barber. John, these people don't make a whole lot of money. They, they want to take my money then. John don't tip the barber. John don't tip the barber. Real quick, most barbers rent a booth that they cut hair out of. They rent it, or they're a barber that owns a barber shop, and they rent that too. So even though, even though you work at your job for free, these people got to pay to work where they work. Pay for parking every time you went to work. And not only did you have to pay for parking, you had to also pay a fee or like a convenience fee or some shit just for being there. Well, I hope that's in the book. I hope it says that in the book. I don't know this shit. Yeah, I got to find a tipping book to send to John just because, you know, I think that will help because, you know, if, if, if an expert tells you, John, somebody who's wise with their money tells you, I think you'll listen to it. If, if me and Aaron are saying, John, you're being a cheap, you know. Cheap, damn it. Okay, let me ask you this, John. Do you tip? Would you tip uh, if uh, if a pipeline or something busted in your house and you had to get a plumber out there like on a Sunday and it was like in late in the day and they come in and they, they fix it and everything's great, perfect service, they don't get anything messy, it's good as new, would you tip them? Same. They did their job then. <laughs> they did the job that I just paid them for to do. <laughs> no John, a no tipping fool, man. That dude ain't tipping. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Y'all don't give a shit about a tip. Fuck a tip. Here's a tip. Carry an umbrella when it rains, motherfucker. There's your tip. That's what John said. Tip your ass. <laughs> yeah. John's like, get a raincoat, motherfucker. That's your tip. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll work on it. I, I, I guess I'll try to work on that, you know. Try to work on it. I don't hear yeah. anything at all. <laughs> no, he ain't working on what, it. What, what, oh, he ain't working on that shit. What were we talking about yesterday, Shane? Common sense? Common sense tells you, you know. Apparently, yeah, yeah. I missed I, that one, Shane. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no. I guess. We that's why I'm yesterday. saying. That's why I'm saying we need to find the manual because there's no, like. There's no like guide for tipping, right? Like it just—it's kind of arbitrary, like how much. Because like for the first, the first like ten years of my adult life, like tip. Well, not ten years, maybe like the first five years of my adult life, I thought you were supposed to tip ten percent. Like I legitimately thought that's what you were supposed to tip. And then I read an article one day where it was a waiter, a waitress, or somebody was bitching. It's like, no, ten percent is for bad service. Like. Yeah, that's not a good tip. And I'm thinking, I, I blew me away. I was like, oh, I didn't know. I thought, huh. I thought it was supposed to be 10%. So it, it, it's, I think if we can get an expert 
opinion and, and, and something to read or something on paper, then we can make a determination of when to tip and when not to tip. Because obviously, if me and if we walk into a Taco Bell, we're not going to tip Taco Bell. Like we're just not tipping them. But yeah, if we, yeah, they, they get paid a pretty decent wage for their service. But if we walk into like an, an IHOP and we order something, we're going to tip. So it's it's just interesting how that works out. You know, it's arbitrary. They're both making food. They're both uh, – it's very uh, rigid, like, pre-programmed meals. They're not, like, inventing stuff. It's it's all following a strict formula. Um, you know, so – but but for some reason, we tip one, we don't tip the other. And I, I, don't, I don't know why that is. No. It can't just be because what John said, because you're ordering from the counter. I mean, that doesn't make – I don't think that's – because they'll still bring the food out to you at Taco Bell. If you go sit down in the lobby, they'll bring the food to you. So – I'm just gonna say, like, if we were alive, uh, well, we are live. But I think if we're if, if we if we were live right now in a radio, and Daniel heard us, I guarantee you, Daniel will be trying to call in right now. Oh yeah, just to <laughs> rip like my be, ass. The phone like, would be lighting up. Boy, yeah. quit lying, boy. You know yeah, you don't yeah, tip, yeah. John. I'm pretty sure a lot of people hate me over this tip thing. Like, <laughs> fool nobody, fool. <laughs> yeah, and I guarantee you, Daniel will try to get on tomorrow. No, no, no. Let me tell you about John. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I'd like to hear his perspective on it. Uh, no, his, that's all he's going to say. John, you're cheap. You're an asshole. You don't care. You know, that's all he's going to say. You know, he'll probably still, hear, he'll probably still listen to the comment tomorrow. Like, you're just cheap, aren't you, John? You're just cheap. You just don't care, huh? <laughs> you know, John, John, yeah, John. You got money, John. You don't do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you, you'd laugh your ass off at John's party. Like, I sit, I sit down next to Daniel. And John was doing something. He was like mingling or something. And Daniel's like, "Look at John! Look at John!" <laughs> yep, I knew he was doing that. I knew. It. I knew he was doing that. And John comes over there. John comes over there, and he's just looking at us, smiling. He's like, "I know y'all talking about." <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all laughing at? <laughs> and Daniel's like, "What, boy? I didn't say nothing." <laughs> right. Whatever. He's probably over there saying, "Like, look at John, trying to talk, making sentences. Look at him." Trying to put words together. Stop that, John. You can't put words together. Yeah, I don't remember what he said, but you know, just general, just trash talking and stuff. Yeah. So, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you might want to try out. Uh, apparently, they don't tip in Europe, from what I understand. But you, tipping in Europe isn't a thing. So maybe, maybe you're destined to go to Europe, John, and that way you don't have to worry about tipping. Uh, don't tell Dale that. Dale, they they package your bags, John, but they don't give a fuck around there either. They just send you right over there. You know. Oh, Daniel, that. <laughs> You see, they're doing that now. Yeah. So, so, so the bottom line is on the tipping thing, y'all two are good at it, and I suck at it. You know, apparently. Well, I, I would say that me and Aaron, Aaron probably sounds like he's a little bit better than me, um, but I don't think we're like the the the. I don't think we're like the gold standard with tipping. I think like people that really tip a lot are like the thirty percent tippers. Those are the people that are going no. beyond. Will Smith. I mean, Smith, 100%. service is bad, then you got to let them know the service is bad, and you're not going to reward bad service. Yeah, the way the way I do that though is I don't give them my business again. That's how I do that. I just don't go back if I'm not happy with the food or the service. I'm just not going back there. So I I still give them the benefit of the doubt because maybe it was stuff beyond their control. So they're going to get a percentage. It may not be a high percent. It may only be fifteen or thirteen percent. So uh-huh. there's, there's no second chance with you, Shane. There's just one time, and that's it. You don't do. I'll do. I'll do it twice. I'll do it twice. I'll go somewhere. Okay, that's bad experience. I'll get it one more time. You know. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on what it is. Um, I'm trying to think of a place that I went to that I had a bad experience, and I went back. 
Um, well, there was that. Uh, what, El Phoenix? Mm-hmm. I've been to El Phoenix. Not to that one. Oh, I don't remember. Not, not, Del, not El Phoenix. There was one. Oh, shit, that, that Mexican restaurant. I think it was Don Pablo's. There, there me, me, Daniel, and I don't know, Aaron, if you went with us or not, but me and Daniel went to Don Pablo's, and that service sucked. Uh, never went back to Don Pablo's again after that. That was a one shot done. Um, what have, what have I tried? I can't remember what I've. Uh, it's hard for me to think of something that I thought. Well, let me give this a shot, and it didn't work out. Uh, I don't know. I'm usually pretty, I'm usually pretty selective with what I what I where I go. I don't I don't like I don't like uh, I don't like Applebee's or Chili's. I don't like those anymore. Like I just I'm not a fan. I just don't yeah. like the way they make their food. Yeah. Do you ever go to uh, an out? Uh... Outback Steakhouse. It's been a long time since I've been to Outback. I, I didn't like that place because it was so dark in there. I felt like I was in prison when I went in yeah. there. It, it's just so fucking dark. Like, is, this how, is this how it is there? You know, it's a fucking last time I there. last time I went though, I had a steak and it was really good. But there was a couple across from us, and the guy sent his steak back. He said it was the the nastiest steak he'd ever had in his whole life. I thought it was pretty good. I was like, yeah, it tastes fine to me. I mean, you know, it's juicy and thick. That's all I need. But um, he sent his back, so I, I, you know, I don't know. I think it's hit and miss. I think sometimes you get a good one, sometimes you get a bad one. But it's hmm. so, not some place I've seen. Chops and bar eat you. Well, yeah. since I made that reference, to bring it back to Endgame and and, and show that I really appreciate that they did the Big Lebowski reference in that movie. Oh, with the uh, the whole sweater thing. Like, uh, well, yeah, even uh, Robert Downey Jr. said Lebowski, which I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but, well, what, wait, that doesn't make any sense because Jeff Bridges played the villain in the first Iron Man movie. <coughs> yeah, and so I think there was, you know, a little bit of a nod. And, and Lebowski is a cultural, you know, giant when it comes to American movies. So he didn't notice the similarity between his old mentor and fucking Jeff Bridges? Like, I mean. Well, uh, apparently the dude does not exist in that universe and he just happened to throw on the right, you know, Accumulation uh, of yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. So now that's gonna fuck with my head. So so was that really uh Chris Hensworthy's fat or is that just what he threw on? Is that, no, really that, was, him? A, that was a rubber suit? You could tell it was a bodysuit. The way it okay. sagged, it sagged way too low. Like it was too much sag. Okay, so so fat moves and when when he was moving around, um, and you can see that his chest was a little bit more saggy. Uh, that it, it wasn't jiggling, so he didn't have any moving fat parts. That's the thing about fat is it, it is it bounces when you move around. Oh, I like that part where he says, "Is he sleeping? I think he's sleeping. He's in the car, fucking knocked out. I think he might be dead." <laughs> that part was pretty funny. Well, that's a part that I would have, I would have changed, or I would have changed. Was okay, guys, we'll do this major mission. Let's do some prep work. Let's get Thor back in shape. Let's get everyone, you know, back up to par. Um, (laughs) So you you wanted Thor to be back in physical shape? I thought it was a major mission, but they're about to go on, and no one prepped. No one got ready. They just said, fuck it, go, you know. (laughs) Yeah, here's your your, uh, shrink suits. Good luck. Did that did it bother nobody else? There's no prep. That, that is that just me? There's no. I don't know. Well, at that point, they they were all experienced enough to where I think, I because uh, Hawkeye did a little bit of the time travel. He was the guinea pig for the time travel, right? Like, yeah. So he was he was good to go. Like he's got the training. They they walk through the plan. Um, I think 
I don't know if they gave everybody a test run through the time machine first before they just sent them. But Thor was, I mean, he's been to space. He's probably time traveled at some point. He's lived for thousands of years. So he's fine. The Hulk can pretty much handle anything. So he's fine. Captain America is, you know, he always is going to face danger. So he's fine. You know, we know Hawkeye didn't give a shit anymore. So he's good. Ant-Man's good. He's done it before. Um, really the only people that would be nervous that would make sense would be Black Widow and Iron Man. And they did okay. So, and, or War Machine. I guess he kept it together the best out of everybody. Well, they, well, I think they knew that right when they got back, you know, shit hit the fan right when they got back. Like, it just hit. Like, they just got back. Right there, yeah. <laughs> so, pilot with Air Force training. So when it comes to things that you know, maybe uh, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, disor not disorient, but um, affect your nervous system. Then he's had experience handling that zero G environments and pulling G's really fast and all that crap. So uh, Captain America decided to go back and try to uh, try to be with uh, that. The British chick that he left at the end of Cap- the first Captain America. Movie. Right. What if he goes back and she's like, "Hey, man, I'm not really interested in you. Like, I'm not really into you." Well, that, that would have been a huge plot hole. <laughs> well, well, he just came back. How'd it go? Fine. Just don't tell nobody. No, we're fine. <laughs> well, no, I don't think back, he could good. come back yeah. though, right? Didn't he use all of his stuff? Like, no, they, they they tried to bring him back. He didn't come back. He oh. he took the suit off. He oh. didn't come back. I guess it worked out then. Maybe yes. found, maybe I guess they, but my thing is, it's okay. So he's around when all the stuff is going on. So maybe he, uh, you know, witnessed, uh, he witnesses like the invasion and the Avengers getting together. Like he would have been an old man at that point, but don't you think he would have like wanted to help or something? Like give him, nah, no, 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 he just wanted that life, man. He wanted that okay. life. He, Stark was he, talking about. So, so before, before the Avengers show up, before Iron Man, Tony. So if this timeline is is correct, then Captain America would have been around. Anything that happens, like in the government, like wars, or, or you don't think that he would use? They would want him to use his talents to like help save lives. No, no, because it had to happen exactly as opposed to happen to get to where he was at. Everything had to happen. He can't change. But what did he do? He just lived in the fucking house and never went outside. Never. Well, he probably got no more job. Didn't do any major government work. You know, just yeah, normal life. Yeah, that's kind of a waste of his abilities, though, right? I mean, no, because he's with a woman he loves now. Why does he care? You know, he did his job. When he got back, when he got unfrozen, he's done. He's retired. That's a retirement plan for him. <laughs> he saved the world what three times already? Yeah, it just doesn't seem like Captain America to retire at thirty-five or whatever and just Man. get done with it. You know, <laughs> let me retire at thirty-five. Let me see if I get mad about it. You know. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna have to wrap this up, guys. We hit an hour. All right. Uh, don't forget to uh, go meet Mr. Paul. Yeah, tell him thank you for joining us. All right, man. Hey, we'll uh, we'll hit him up. We'll get him added in. Uh, Aaron, thank you for not having your damn fan on at the start of this one. That was really oh, Shane, Shane, no, Shane, real quick, real quick, Aaron, what was your picture you you drew? Where I didn't get to see it. Um, so for the the arts collective that I was a part of, we uh we got up at like three in the morning and a whole bunch of artists came out. And when I say their artwork took a shit on mine, I don't mean that in any sort of dramatic fashion. <laughs> They literally drew artwork that just made mine look like a fucking kindergartner did it. Well, Aaron, what'd you expect was gonna fucking happen, man? I didn't expect people to do like a fucking portrait of Game of Thrones. 
What I the hell would you think? What were you thinking? We all Jay, no, trying to no. assume that by default that it was going to be like that. Man, they showed up and they fucking brought their A game. They did. Yeah, that. I, I saw. I saw. I didn't see yours, Aaron, but I saw a lot of other people like, "Oh man, Aaron, we got to pull it out." And I didn't get a chance to finish the video or see. Saw your artwork. Uh, it, it wasn't nothing special. Um, it was a portrait of uh, a friend of mine that was killed in Afghanistan with a couple other friends, and I had, I wrote some stuff about his life uh, next to it. Did it look like a human though? Did it? Could you tell it was a man? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Any picture of it? Yeah. They did. They did shading layers. They did. Uh, well, Aaron, you don't know how to do anything. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks for reminding me. Well, we know you don't, so I don't even know why you tried. <laughs> they did, and I kind of incorporated some of their techniques into what I was doing. But I, I can clearly say that you know we got a forty, we got a fifty dollar budget. They spent more than fucking fifty dollars. That's for fucking sure. Well, um, you can check us all out on our podcast, John JP's what. Aaron at Southeast Third. And uh, hit me up on Twitter at B Beefin and our Facebook group, Big Beefin. All right. Sounds have like a good, good one. All right, sir. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye.